Welcome to the ProcureTech podcast, bringing insight and inspiration into how digital technology is shaping our profession. I'm your host, James Meads, tea drinker, expat, and definitely not your typical consultant. Hello, good day, wherever you are in the world. And here we are with another episode of the ProcureTech podcast. And today we've got a guest who is CEO of one of the new startups in the procurement technology space. And when I first stumbled across this, I was really intrigued because I'm an avid user of a software app called Trello, which is really good for sort of productivity and looking at your to-do list in a very sort of holistic fashion. And when I saw this product and looked at a couple of screenshots, I thought, that's kind of like a similar thing, but in the procurement space. So with, without any further ado, welcome Tamo Seidler to the podcast, CEO of Procurement Flow. Hello, Tamo. Hey, hello. Thank you. Thank you, James. I mean, nice introduction. <laughs> so do you, th- do you think that's a fair sort of, uh, do you, I, I guess you hear this all the time because the interface does have such a similar look and feel to it. True, true. I mean, and, uh, and I mean, well, we are coming from the, let's say, founders of Procurement Flow. We're coming from different industries. Uh, well, I'm the procurement guy. The another founder is, is, is purely IT guy. So I think it's kind of a good match made in heaven, so to say. Um, because in, in IT, tools like Trello, Chira, I mean, they, are, uh, they have been around and, and, and all the developers are using this. Uh, and they do not really imagine going back to email trades, etc. But when, when coming from procurement space, then again, uh, procurement, this is very much kind of email heavy, email trades, searching of information. And, uh, and, and this is something where we discovered the need for having a really structured work management tool. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, similarities to Trello, that's, uh, that's a fair comparison and we are really proud of it. But uh, I think we are taking it this much, much deeper and then kind of mixing procurement specific needs with, uh, with some kind of Trello, Chira looking uh, Kanban guard style uh, interface. Because so well, it- is that what inspired you to create it then? Because one of the things, I mean, I I haven't used the product myself, but just looking at the demos and and um, and some of the videos on your website, it does look like something that is really user friendly and quite intuitive to use. And in today's world, with the shall we say Amazon Amazonization, I can't say that of the of the internet, where user experience really is key. Is that one of the things that really inspired you to create the product? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, this is uh, this was one of the key. I mean, we we kind of took really the 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 actual user perspective first, uh, and uh, and we have put so much effort into the UX and uh, and kind of a front end design. Um, so so yeah, this is uh, this is something that uh, that is is really key for us because we do not want that. I mean, when users come to procurement tool that they will stumble somewhere or there is, there is something that is, they need to like redo some activities or, or make like uh, clicks which are not really meaningful for them, maybe meaningful for, from, for a system or for a backend, but, but not for them. So though, yeah, I mean, the, the drag and drop, I mean, this kind of uh, interface or drag and drop feature, this is, uh, this is one of the key. So you can drag your 
your purchase request to the next stage and do some actions, then drag it to the next stage, and, uh, and, and everything is kind of in front of you. You do not need to scroll somewhere. You don't need to click somewhere to go deeper into the system. Everything you need is in, just in front of your eyes. So, so yeah, this is something that, uh, that has kind of inspired us. The, the, the users need to love the tool in order to start using it. So continuing on from the whole UX concept and that you want it to be easy to use, um, the blurb or the USP that you have on your website claims that you can digitalize in a day. Is mm -hmm. it really that simple? Yeah, it, it is actually. I mean, we have made it very simple for users. Uh, pretty much uh, going through the, the, the demo call with us, which takes about the 45 to, to one hour. During that call, actually, the, the, the account, the users are already created. Uh, then it's uh, loading in existing data, which is, I mean, structured in a, in a way that it can be uploaded easily, meaning suppliers, I mean, items, etc. And, and, and since the user interface is so intuitive, then there isn't really need to go any kind of a deep, deep learning or, 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 or some, some webinars. Uh, you pretty much start using it. You hit the plus, you create a new request, and, uh, and then the magic happens. So, so yeah, I mean, we are not, we are not really, I mean, uh, kind of lying or, 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 or saying something wrong if, if we say that, it's, uh, that digitalization can be done in a day. I mean, in our case, if you take a status quo where, where users are, are using emails, Excel, I mean, information is scattered around in a different uh, shared folders. And I mean, in our case, we bring it all together and then that can be done in a day. That's fantastic. And I guess if you can implement it in a day, that would be you know, to get yourself up and running. I, I'm guessing just to be sort of realistic and open, that wouldn't include full integration with an existing ERP system, right? No, 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 no. This is uh, this. Uh, this will not uh, not in include uh, the, the ERP integration naturally. But uh, but as as we are saying that uh, our biggest value comes um, before the PO is sent. Before out the and, PO, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the PO means purchase order, right? Uh, and and this is typically the field of uh, of, uh, of of ERPs. Uh, but everything what is happening before that, this is kind of uh, well. We would say also we're using like a, it's no man's land or this is I mean kind of a territory of uh, of wild west so everyone is doing doing it uh, or solving the problems on on their own or or, or using a different ways so, so yeah but but we we kind of give a structure to that uh, to that that area and when I was that that's a really good point actually because when I was looking at and thinking about practical applications of how this could be used. There were, there were two areas specifically that, that came to mind. The first one, and I think you allude to that on your website as well, that, it, that it's very good for project purchasing because for any type of one-time spend or, or project requirement, the biggest challenge, and if you're from a procurement background as well, I guess you know this from bitter <laughs> experience, but the biggest challenge is always visibility and early procurement involvement and i don't know about you but i've certainly had in my career a number of times when a stakeholder has come to me with a project and said here's the quote here's the negotiation he, he, so here's the quote here's the supplier can you go and negotiate 10 percent off it and so, <laughs> what do you want yeah. me to do if you've already promised the supplier the business whereas with something like this if 
If stakeholders have got a tool that's easy to use that they can just plug in their requirements without the need for the whole email tennis or Excel spreadsheets, that, that to me is the real value that it creates sort of pre-PO. And I guess the other one is, um, is, is around if you've got remote teams, especially with, 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 with tech companies and, and SaaS companies, if they've got needs to procure things, especially things like travel and hotels, if they're meeting up a couple of times a year with a remote workforce, this tool I would imagine really comes into play and and has uh, and has a lot of value there. Mm, true, true. I mean, and and this remote work. I mean, this is nowadays. I mean, it's well, actually, really, 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 let's say, accurate topic. I mean, or or, or actual topic at this moment. I mean, all of this virus spreading around. I mean, factories closed, ceased, uh, uh, and people need to stay home uh, on, on a quarantine. Uh, and we know that. I mean the the ERP solutions, I mean, although something works over the VPN, but VPN also can be in certain countries like very location specific. And then and if you're at home, then your location is not allowed to to uh, to, to use VPN. So, so yeah, I mean, the, the cloud-based is a key uh, to get the tools uh, into the cloud so that it's it's easy to access from uh, from different locations and, and you can kind of continue working, right? Um, and, and maybe another thing, I mean, because, well, we know that in procurement, there are these uh, kind of three things which are, uh, which are the most kind of critical or, or which take most of the time from the procurement teams. I mean, one is kind of how do you structure or collect, I mean, requests or need, I mean, kind of uh, this request management. This is like a big topic, what we are solving. And then is uh, everything around approvers or approvals you need to ask a approval you need to follow up approval that it is approved on time and, and then i mean the people are on vacation etc and then and then somebody from project management comes to you and asks that hey where is my stuff for I me mean, or what's the status then this meaning the status handling on visualizing the, the the current status so 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 these are these three things that we are mostly working on or or, or what we are what we are actually solving so yeah and then now the remote work topic is uh, is very 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 active. I was just having a having a discussion with one of the one of the customers here. I mean, who is kind of a part of the big uh, big global group, and uh, and he was saying that well, really really like uh, active topic currently in procurement teams is that well they pretty much need to follow up on uh, on uh, on the suppliers ask if they're able to supply, what is their capacity, are they still working, I mean, what's the status for the next week, any any other like kind of this uh, kind of a health check updates and then this is yeah. kind can be very annoying <laughs> if you have like, uh, I don't know, 50 suppliers to whom you need to follow up, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a nightmare. So in our case, it's just send one email and that goes to, to 50 suppliers and, and all the replies are also seen in, uh, in procurement. So actually, yeah, we also support this kind of a uh, quick health check uh, with suppliers and, uh, and and all this uh, back and forth communication. That's it. It's just like a Kanban board where you can see all of the responses in, in one place. I mean, certainly exactly. as, as someone that's worked in procurement and done and done roles that, in, that have involved purchasing MRO and a lot of one-time project requirements on things like CapEx, I can, I can really see how mm-hmm. this could add value to, to a procurement professional. But if, if this typically is used for more transactional spend and project spend, 
That in most cases would be, while it definitely saves time and increases visibility and, and improves productivity, I think that's no one could argue really against that. If, if you are sat in front of me and I were a CFO or a CEO of a company and I was asking you, well, what's it going to give me in terms of bottom line benefit? What, what, would, be your, what would be your USP or how would you answer that? No, it's a very good. Um, it's a very good point, and and again, the USP will slightly, let's say, depend on. Uh, well, now I'm taking, talking a bit like, um, well, a salesperson, but I mean, say the USP depends or differs a bit uh, from the role to whom you you speak, right? I mean, if it's if it's a CFO, then uh, then definitely, I mean, kind of a transparency in in work, uh, savings, actual savings, because if you're able to. To discuss, I mean, effectively and quickly with ten suppliers, ask their quotations, receive prices, you see the comparison. Well, that that gives uh, gives definitely a savings. I mean, you can do the the cherry picking. I mean, pick the best prices, etc. Um, and uh, and if you're a CEO or or a, or a team manager, then uh, then also, well, it allows to manage procurement teams' work. And then we are also saying that it kind of uh, adds additional person. To, to your team who is kind of a structured, organized and, uh, and helps to, 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 to manage really the tasks on behalf of, uh, of everyone else. So this is, uh, this is what procurement flow is all about. It's uh, additional team member, but with, uh, with a fraction of the, of the payroll cost. So it's kind of like a, a virtual assistant in, in, a, in a lot of ways just to keep everyone's yeah, exactly. task list organized and so as people aren't working in silos in their inbox. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, uh, if the work is organized uh, well, then uh, then definitely, I mean, the people can do more with their time. I mean, more effectively, and uh, and and that's a, that's a major benefit. And and and, and yeah, well, the project-based companies naturally, I mean, time to market because they really need to get. I mean, when the project is in, this means that I mean, sales guy has already sold it to to a customer. <laughs> He's already like kind of kind of a bit late so uh, so and, and the procurement then needs to find uh, quickly suppliers and then also then try to get the better prices than uh, or at least the same prices which were agreed on uh, on a sales budget so so uh, or, or, or or an offer so, so yeah this is uh, this is a big benefit for uh, for a project-based companies and would you see your typical ideal customer i mean everyone when they start a business has mm. an avatar in their head of what their typical customer would look like would that mm. be mainly small and medium-sized enterprises in your case or are you also targeting big sort of corporate strategic sourcing departments with this yeah uh, no, it's, it's a very good question i mean it's um, yeah i mean ideally we see our customers as you said i mean small medium Small, small to medium, or more, more even mid-sized business, uh, who has a who has a procurement team, um, and then and, and procurement team which needs to be managed well, or who who needs to get a tool to uh, to do their day-to-day work. Uh, but but naturally, the bigger corporates. I mean, well, this was something that when we started to develop, I didn't really thought so much. But but now, when uh, when uh, developing it one and a half years and uh, and, and being daily in discussion with different types of customers. I also see the value what procurement flow can, can bring to or give to the this, uh, these enterprises. And I mean, it's uh, because every enterprise also, they have some kind of niche. I mean, there is a, the CapEx purchases, as you, I think, already mentioned, some indirect purchases, 
or there is a need to do some procurement centralization in a, in, in a certain way. And, and this is where, where procurement is really ideal, I would say. And just moving on then to my final question, what's next for procurement flow? What, uh, what new developments do you have in the pipeline or, or how do you plan to increase usage and develop your product to have more features? It's, uh, it's a good one again. I mean, the, well, development uh, will not stop, right? I mean, uh, I think this, uh, this tool will, will never be final, final ready. I mean, I think we will continue developing, uh, developing it uh, further, I mean, and then that is what we do on a daily basis. I mean, the, the big thing for us or the next release is really the, we, we call it like e-sourcing 1.0. So the so meaning we take the e-sourcing to the next level. Um, and then uh, then we, we we start to bring in, I mean, the more intelligence. I mean, AI and ML are hot topics, but it's, uh, these are not the buzzwords for us. But I mean, what, what we want to do is really, I mean, if there is a, there is a need, then our tool will all already tell, I mean, who are the suppliers on the market? I mean, what's kind of a market price, etc. So all this kind of, uh, again, uh, reducing time, what procurement team needs to spend on uh, on discovering suppliers. So so, yeah. so that is that is also one of the fields where we are, we are moving ahead. And that's understandable. I guess it's a natural, organic progression that the more data that you have on suppliers in your system, the, the bigger mm-hmm. that database becomes the more valuable that is to a potential client base because i mean obviously it depends to some extent how widely you're spread geographically but if you're dealing primarily with european customers then or even north american customers for that matter and and there's there's a common supply base that mutual customers could use then then that's almost an invisible win-win of uh, of a client purchasing the product absolutely exactly and i mean end of the day i mean if there is a need then uh and then if you have enough data, then actually there, there isn't really need for having a human interface to kind of uh, make that need to PO and, and send it out, right? I mean, that, I mean, can be actually done by, by the system itself. So also this is like a, one of the direction to really bring in that automation. So if there is a really a need, which is, uh, which is well described, there is a match on, uh, with the suppliers. I mean, the price is, uh, is uh, according to the, the average price or according to the the the, the boundaries then uh, then the po will be sent out to supplier followed up by order confirmation etc and then that is all all done uh, by the system by procurement flow so really taking that operational uh, matters into into our hands fantastic so Tamo, thank you very much for joining us uh, joining us today on the ProcureTech podcast. Um, if you want to find out more about Procurement Flow, you can go to the website procurementflow.com, all one word. Um, you're based in Tallinn, Estonia, uh, Estonia, Tamo. What markets are you currently active in? Well, we are active in, uh, well, geographically, it's, uh, it's a whole Europe. We have in strategic countries, we have, I mean, Italy, Spain, Czech, Slovakia, uh, Portugal and, and also Brazil, we have a country managers in place. So, I mean, we're taking care really the, the countries, I mean, in, in local language as well. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's currently it's mostly Europe and this is due to the, by customer support reasons. I mean, because we want yeah. to be on the same time zone and all that stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, this is something that also like expanding to, to us, uh, Australia, etc. I mean, is on our horizon. Fantastic. And if anyone would like to get in touch with you personally to learn more, what's the best place to find you? 
I mean, the, the natural, I mean, the, the LinkedIn is a good place, I mean, to connect on LinkedIn or, or just uh, uh, write an email, right? I mean, uh, tarma.seidler at procurementflow.com. Okay, and I will spell that for everyone in the show notes, just in case, like me, you wouldn't be able to spell Tamo's name organically. Thanks again, Tamo, for coming on. Pleasure to have you. And um, yeah, if we get to meet at any sort of exhibition or trade fair in future, you'll definitely have to show me how this thing works because uh, I think it looks really interesting at closing a gap that has traditionally, as you as you said in your own words, been a bit of a wild west in terms of what happens before a PO is placed and ensuring that procurement is involved early in projects, especially in today's world of remote work and multiple sites and international procurement teams. Thank you, James. That was Tamo from Procurement Flow explaining how his company can bring efficiency, clarity and visibility to project-based and transactional spend to keep everything in one easy to use and simple to read Kanban board and thus eliminating the necessity to use email as a tool to managing requests for quotation and negotiation. Join us again next week when we're going to have another great guest on to talk about how procurement technology is revolutionizing our profession and bringing efficiency, productivity and cost savings to all of us. Take care and see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the ProcureTech podcast. If you like the show, then please subscribe or even better, why not write us a quick review on Apple Podcasts? It would not only really make my day, but it would also help our mission to enable procurement and finance leaders to become more data-driven through the power of digital transformation.